This is SPF Zero, Episode 7, for September 20th, 2020. Hi, Juan. Hey, Charles. How are you doing? All right. Well, it's been a tough week. It's, been, it's not been a great week. Uh, but Why? we're, we're recording to? this a day later than we usually We usually record on Saturdays, but we're recording this on Sunday because you weren't available yesterday. Where'd you go? I went to Escalante. It's uh, on the edge of Utah and Nevada. It is, uh, I went there for the Grand Staircase and I went hiking in some slot mountains. So do wow. you know what slot mountains are or slot it's canyons? Like, can't, they're, they're just, uh, I seen it on the Instagram. They're like, a, they're like, a, uh, you walk down there and then you're, you have huge tall wall faces right next to you and it's very very narrow yeah so that's kind of a, a good gist of what i encompassed around there so it's i never really, heard of this place well is it this specific place is it's pretty popular it's kind of one of the more popular it's a it's instagram-ish sort of places and i didn't know what to expect um it was it was really tight I mean, I'm a skinny guy and there were parts where, you know, you're just scooting through and you're kind of both, both ends of your body are just touching the rocks. So you don't have much room. Like you can't have a backpack on cause then you, you can't really get on, get on through. And there's a lot of parts where, you know, you stick your foot in the wrong place. You don't want to get your foot stuck and trying to jam it out for like a half hour. So. It was a lot Did of fun. I, I I like that sort of rock climbing, sort of obstacles, uh, working out. So it was a lot of fun. Um, we got a lot of good photos. I'm also, when it comes to those things, I'm, I'm a little bit of a risk taker. Like, I don't mind climbing things, even though I don't have much protective gear with me. And, yeah, the, the only worst part was it wasn't a long... So, so I'll say that the slot canyon, the actual slot canyon was so much fun it was cool it was you know it, it was a fun exercise like all that but everything around it was so miserable so <laughs> we got up early because we decided not to get like a tent or a or any sort of reservation to sleep there so we woke up around 2 a.m we packed the car with just like our backpacks water food and we left it was about a five and a hour five and a half hour six hour drive so we did that but the last 26 miles are on an unpaved road and it's very rocky and it's very rough and we drove in a honda accord with like a two-wheel drive honda accord when you really should be driving in like a truck or like a jeep wrangler like all the commercials you see for those cars and you're like, why are they shooting it in the middle of a canyon? Like you need one of those cars. So we were going like 15 miles per hour for 26 miles, which takes like nearly two hours. And that was miserable. And then when we were hiking, we actually got lost twice. So we realized like we're heading south. You're not supposed to head south at any point of this route. And so, and, and what's funny is each time we got lost, we found other people getting lost. Like, 
So <laughs> I, I, I don't take as much blame because I don't think it was very well uh, marked, like where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do. But we got lost twice. So now like a four hour hike turned into five and a half because we had to turn around and it didn't get scary, but I just imagine like we, we ended up running out of water by the end, by the time we got back to the car, we did not have any more water because we just drank it because of the long hike and just getting lost and stuff. So, and then once we were done with the hike, we're exhausted. We've been hiking for five hours in the desert heat. Then we had to go that same 26 miles on that dirt road, 15 miles per hour, and then still drive the extra four and a half hours. So overall, the day was tough. It was difficult. It was annoying. It was frustrating. The actual slot canyons were a lot of fun, but it's kind of like when you go to like a theme park, you're standing in the line for so long. And then the two minutes on the ride is a lot of fun, but then you just do that over and over again. That's kind of what it felt like. like. It was just miserable, but the actual adventure was fun. Well, first, I will never go on one of these trips with you. This is like sounds like terrible planning because uh, it's a five or six hour drive there, and then you want to hike for five, six hours, and then you want to drive back. That's not a day trip. So is there camping there? Do people usually camp there? Is that what happens? Because yeah, you, sounds... you can. Yeah, if you get like a permit, you could just camp there overnight. The reason we did it that way is because, in in my head, this is how I how I uh, <laughs> the logic behind it. Like, do you know Havasupai? It's a pretty popular sort of Indian reservation area. Have you heard of that? No. Okay, so Havasupai, like, like... like I said, it's it's in Arizona. It's another deserty area. It's like Lake Havasu is there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So what we did when we went there is that we drove there and it took us about six hours to drive there from LA. And then we took a little nap and then we started our hike at like 7 a.m. But that hike was somewhere in between 10 to 12 miles. And that was backpacking with like, for me, I had 35 pound, a 35 pound backpack. And so in my head, and I was able to do that and, and I made it down. So I figured, okay, I've done that before. So what if I just do a five hour drive and I only have to do five miles of hiking with, you know, a backpack that weighs more of like three pounds. And I was like, oh, so I've done this before. I, I kind of boosted my own ego ah. thinking, oh, I've done this before in worse conditions and I was able to do it. But, and, and, and we did do it, but it was, you know, such a miserable day when it, we did, we did treat ourselves to um, Pollo Loco, El Pollo Loco when we got back. Now that's not um, a treat, but okay. <laughs> well, that's the first time I've ever had it. And I thought it was good, you know, better what? than like Delta. It's better than Del Taco. So Okay, it, first of all, they're two different things, but I, I'm surprised this is the first time you tried El Pollo Loco. Why? Why is this the first time you tried El Pollo Loco? Because I, I'm i the kind of person, when I have fast food, I've, uh-huh. I only eat the dollar menu, the value menu. That's all oh, I'm ordering. Okay. 
and they don't have one. So I've never gone there. Well, but, see, this, this is what they do. They have the $20 family meal. Sure, it's for four people, but I just buy it for myself. <laughs> you That's not a value. You just spent 20 bucks. Well, it's it's 20 bucks, but you eat it over four meals. You have enough chicken and sides and tortillas. Well, they little skimp out on the tortillas. And you can get enough salsa and stuff that you can stretch it out for four meals. And you think that's not terrible? <laughs> like... On, it's not terrible. It's, it's, you're, you're heating up. <laughs> oh, yeah. You eat leftovers all the time. I mean, it's not a dollar menu. You're still paying like $5 per serving, but it's it's a good meal. I, if you like, because they're different, right? They do the rotisserie. No, not rotisserie. The grilled chicken. Grilled's not right. Mm-hmm. Like fire grilled. You know, that, that. you, you yeah. got the chicken, right? The fire grilled chicken? Yeah. 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 I got some chicken nachos. Yeah. Nachos. No. Okay. Fine. Ugh. Anyway, no. Well. Oh my god! All right, all right. You gotta, you gotta elaborate because you want to be, you want to be an elitist. So, all right, what's the right way, Charles? El Pollo Loco is known for their fired chicken. So you should just try the chicken first. The the bowls, the nachos, the the tacos, the, they're all new items that are not as good as the original. Well, they're okay, but you should try the original chicken too. Just like it's whole pieces of chicken chopped up oh not chopped up there it's like whole chicken grilled and then chop it up to eight pieces and eat the whole chicken not the whole chicken all in one sitting but eat the whole pieces of chicken is what i'm trying to say uh you should try the chicken that's what they're really known for and their chicken is pretty good um like there's a couple local places are pretty good too like if you go to vallarta the supermarket they sell like a fire roasted chicken like that and it's pretty good too but um mm. that's what opo local is known for that's what you should be trying I, i'm yeah. sure they just I mean, but the nachos are probably just chicken pieces, or grilled chicken, like 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 a chicken breast or something without the bone and everything, and they chop it up, which is fine. But the original chicken is what you should try. You should well, you should try that next time. Just get yourself a family meal, uh, maybe share it with some friends. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't judge. <laughs> Who am I to judge about this? I know it's all, it's always uh, very awkward when you order enough food that they give you like four pieces of silverware and you're yes. just thinking to yourself uh like no no it's just me you can keep you, this. you give it back to them and be like no i'm not gonna need these three other ones well no it's, it's embarrassing to give it back but you don't want to waste that. plastic either <laughs> yeah. i'll give it a try but i mean i made it 28 years so i guess i'll try the family meal when i'm 56 <laughs> all right i'm looking forward to that <laughs> so is this so I've been researching a little bit about traveling recently because I was thinking about traveling. Um, is this, you say it's near the border of Utah and Nevada. So is that near like Zion is yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. It's in that area. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'll look into But are that. you thinking about traveling through a car or through a plane? Uh, well, both. So uh, I, I think I mentioned last week, right? During I, I stream on the, the the Twitch all the time, and one of my uh, new followers is from South Dakota, and mentioned. I, so I was just talking and saying, uh, "So what do you do in South Dakota? You know, this I, what what is there to do in South Dakota? Because there's Mount Rushmore, but what else do you do?" And he said, "Oh yeah, some of my friends we get together, friends of family we get together in October and go pheasant hunting." And I'm like, "I want to go pheasant hunting." So I sort of invited myself to go pheasant hunting with a complete stranger, um, which uh, which sounds which I. Before that day, I didn't know what a pheasant was, and I, I googled it to look it up. It's like a chicken, kind of. 
mm-hmm. not exactly like a chicken, but you know, chicken-sized bird. Uh, so, um, how do I get so distracted? Anyway, so uh, I got to find a way to get to South Dakota. So I was thinking about driving there. So I planned out a trip uh, or planned out a route that goes uh, from California through Nevada to Utah and then Wyoming and South Dakota. And so that's why. Then, then so while playing the trip, I was looking at places to stop. And Zion was probably a good distance from, it's a, what is it, a six-hour drive from California, from L.A. So it'll be a good night to just, a good stop to stop there and stay the night and then look at, Maybe spend a day in Zion or something like that. And so that's why I was looking at that. But I also looked at um, flying there. Uh, and I was looking at airports in Sa- South Dakota. And there weren't any many big airports. And the closest big airport was probably Salt Lake City. Because um, usually I fly southwest. So it wasn't southwest to Rapid City or Sioux, Sioux Falls. I think are the only two big cities in South Dakota. And so uh, I found a plane ticket to um to salt lake for i think 63 dollars or 68 dollars it was really cheap well i thought it was, yeah, i thought i think it's pretty cheap. cheap yeah it's it's not till october the flight and so man if you book it early um uh, but then that led to me thinking you know is it really safe to fly during this whole COVID thing you know and well i mean how what level of safety would you like to see in terms of you know, how many people on board or, you know, the, the mask uh, mandatory or, you know, stuff like that. What level of safety would you actually approve of to say, yeah, okay, I I'm feel good enough to fly? Well, it isn't the amount of safety that's provided. It's just, is it a place that can have um, an outbreak? So, for example, like the beach, right? I don't really care what they do to the beach. What studies show is taking the numbers. There is no big outbreak at the beach, even when the beach is pretty packed. You know, I mean, keep your distance. Even people aren't wearing masks on the beach because there's so much outside air and there's a breeze blowing. The chances of you catching COVID is very small at the beach, even though there is, you, you still can. You absolutely still can. Just like in flying, right? And whatever... The latest thing I read was a study they did back in March, but it's unfair study because it was there was a guy on there who was sick, was coughing, nobody was masked. So that's not a fair uh, thing because nowadays when you fly, you do have to wear a mask. And if you are sick, you're not allowed to be on the plane, right? And mm-hmm. so I th- and there aren't many studies of it yet, but it looks like flying might be safe. And part of it, I think, is because... Uh, the air, they pull in outside air all the time, and then they have HEPA filters that constantly, you know, do air changes in the cabin. And so mm-hmm. I think that is what makes travel in the air safe. So, yeah, I, I understand if if you're saying they have to limit the number of people on the plane or they wipe the plane down between every every flight. I'm not so worried about that. Like the wiping down of the surfaces, it's nice, but I don't think that's how we catch it well it's possible to catch it but the risk of catching it from surfaces is very low it feels like and mm-hmm. this the catching from people packed in too close together yeah that's a concern but right now a lot of places like southwest southwest oh sorry the, so, so the 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 in southwest the middle seat is left empty right now and alaskan air 
the middle seat's left empty and it's a buy one get one ticket right now so if you buy one seat you basically get the whole row which is mm-hmm. uh, which yes you're not six feet apart but the whole six feet apart is because when you cough or you sneeze well when you cough your 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 like water droplets from your mouth can reach up to six feet right and th- mm-hmm. that's the whole reason for the six feet it isn't mean if i'm six feet away from you i'm completely safe because if the wind shifts in a certain direction or if we're just walking past each other we're not six feet apart but our chances of catching COVID from each other just walking past you is very minimal because we're just not in the, the chances are small because I mean, these are most of the time we're not coughing during that time and even though we're close it doesn't matter right and so but that makes it sound like you're okay with flying then like you're all right with it then i think i may be like but this is only based on one recent article about flying and I think if we there if there are more studies and more reports, because right, so there's no reports of it that flying is a super spreader that flying that, that there there have been outbreaks on plane rides. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So it's not the positive that you can't get it or the risk of flying is low. It's the opposite in which uh, there hasn't been any um, outbreaks on planes, which makes me feel safe enough to fly because there has been quite a few flights in the last few months right i mean hundreds of flights maybe many thousands of flights and we haven't heard of any huge outbreaks from flying so i think flying may be safe yeah i mean i i flew to come to salt lake city so i flew from kansas city to uh, las vegas and when i did come here um i had the whole road to myself it would have been nice because because you say that people will people can't be sick and go on a plane, but there's no real way to check that, or at least there's not a way that they are checking it because I'm trying to like when when I went, they didn't do like even the temperature check or anything. It's basically interesting. You're just you're just basically it's kind of when you click a box when you're checking out online. You're just saying, oh yes, I'm healthy. I, I, I'm okay to be on this plane, but people don't really, when it comes to their own benefit, they'll, they're just going to check that box anyways. So there's no way that, or at least there's nothing that they're doing in order to ensure that. Um, but it was, there, there were kind of other things that they were doing where it's like, Hey, everyone, whatever you're going to get, we're doing it right now. And and that's it like the people are going to come by and keep asking you if you need anything so the flight attendants so so they kind of tried to minimize the amount of of people moving around during the plane and they did mandate everyone had to wear a mask um you know even if no matter what you just had to have it on you know so when i was eating like my chips i would have to bring it off my face eat chips and then put it back on like immediately and that's just kind of how it was so for me i i thought okay well that's as good as it's gonna get so i thought it was fine and i i found it acceptable and if i had to you know well i guess i will have to when i'm done with this kind of traveling that i'm doing i'm gonna have to fly back to Kansas city and for me it seems like southwest because they're advertising 
and they're mandating all of these small little things, for me, they're the airline to go with right now. Because other airlines, if they can get everyone on a plane and still make money, they're going to do that. But uh, Southwest is like advertising the things that they're doing to restrict the spread of this. And, you know, I, I enjoy that. And that's kind of just the best it could be. So, so you feel comfortable flying then? Yes. Yes. The airline, okay. the, the actual airlines are low. You know, there's not many people have had all going, um, the airplanes on Southwest, they're not booking them to their full capacity and everyone has to wear a mask. And that's pretty much all you can do at that point. So just curious, what would make you uh, not fly, uncomfortable enough to not fly if they pack the people in? Yeah, they pack people in, that would be a huge thing. And if they didn't mandate masks, then at that point, Mm -hmm. you're just flying like you regularly are. And I wonder what the future is going to look like with flying. Are they going to mandate masks forever or are they going to not sell the middle seat? I mean... I don't know if that's even you know, financially feasible to lose a third of the plane, right? Uh, or, I mean, it's, yeah. I think, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's kind of like a thing in my belief where let's say the air, an airline makes a billion dollars in, in revenue, then you're saying, okay, a third of that goes away. So you're like saying, okay, you're only making $600, 600 million in revenue, which they wouldn't want but it's still i don't i don't see a way that they don't make money off of this so well i mean they could just raise the price up of the remaining tickets right remaining seats to still bump it back to the one billion dollars they were making before yeah I and mean, that's probably that's what they're gonna the, do the cost because, of flying would just get a lot more expensive yeah companies are not gonna accept less revenue so they're gonna find more ways to get it out of you and because it's airlines it's basically a monopoly you know you don't have any other way to get get by i mean you could drive obviously but it, i mean in terms of airlines like there's only four or five major airlines and and that's it so i don't know if it's monopoly i mean flying is expensive no no matter what i mean uh, it's just planes are expensive fuel is expensive mm-hmm. it's just uh it's not a cheap thing either way but yeah it's what it is right so i mean good luck but i don't know i think you'll be fine that's a that's like an easy just broad statement to say but yeah i think flying will be fine i think hotel rooms are fine too because uh you're not in with other people like complete strangers i mean contracting from surfaces is is probably uh it's you know it's minimal so so traveling right now it's not a bad thing. I mean, a lot of places might be closed, museums and stuff. But mm-hmm. who wants to go to a museum, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else so, did you do this week? Or so aside from that, um, I golfed, which was a lot of fun. That's like the first time I've golfed in a in long Salt Lake? time. Yeah, in Salt Lake, it was a easy par three course, so it's like a short course nine holes and very easy like this course was super easy there weren't any turns on on any of the holes there weren't any um, hazards or 
you know any water or anything so it was basically like just a straight course sure this wasn't a putt-putt no it was not a putt-putt you know what really frustrated me was because i still like me and my girlfriend like to play putt-putt so i would have thought that maybe my short game my putting game would would have been better but that was the worst part of my game was putting i i wasted there was not a single hole that i didn't you know had to had to putt twice but Juan, to be fair your short game was never that good are you kidding me <laughs> you you've been there when i made like a 30 foot putt you made those ones no seriously your your long game is way like you have a great long drive way better than my drive because i can't hit it very far but you can't but my short game is definitely better than yours i know i, how to I, I always say <laughs> I here we we had to play at some point because okay answer me honestly do you think unequivocally you are better at golf than me no not unequivocally as a whole no, no. but no, there's but things I'm, I'm saying, better at than you are and I'm there's things that you're if, better at if we, if we went out on a course mm-hmm. nine whole course it could be an executive course four fives and threes if you and me played do you think obviously not every part of the time do you think a majority of the time you are beating me huh. i i think we're pretty well matched we we're not the stuff that i'm good at is definitely not the stuff you're good at and the stuff that you're good at is definitely not the stuff i'm good at but in the end like when we of all like we play 10 times i think we're pretty even like five and five wins See, I, I, I will say my you better? Uh, my chipping, which is the worst part, maybe the worst part of my game, is a lot that. better now. It is a really? lot better now. Yes. Like I I Are wish you, you would have seen me. I wish you would have seen me. Uh, I watched a couple of YouTube videos, which isn't saying a lot. Okay. But, <laughs> that's but, all that's what all everybody does these days. But okay, yeah. But if you would have seen my chipping on these holes. It was it was great. Well, yeah. to be fair, your chipping was terrible before. Yeah. The only way to go was up. Yeah, when you hit rock bottom, you can only go up. No, I agree with that. <laughs> but I always say my iron game is the best part of my game. If I if you give me a seven iron, then that's that's when I'm I'm really doing well. Well, but, seven iron's my favorite club. <laughs> My lucky club was my lucky seven iron. But it was kind of fun. And I think, so it's kind of like a thing where I, I finally picked up the clubs, finally played again, and it makes you just want to go do it. So, you know, this week I'll probably go play a couple more times. Nice. A couple more times. Jeez. Yeah. Well, we can get I back here. If you ever get back here, we should play again. But um, I, I, I think golf courses are open now, right? I don't know. I Do you have to wear a mask? I mean, you I, in Utah, it's different, but right. yeah, in, but, in mean, Kansas and Utah, both of them, you didn't have to wear a mask on the hole. But if you were in the clubhouse, yeah, you did. But uh, that's, that makes sense because I, I, I guess you're you're playing with your girlfriend, so you guys are together anyway. So like, you both know that you're not going to get each other sick, so no reason to wear a mask when you're playing. But yeah, if you're with the strangers in the clubhouse or the 19th hole which is my favorite hole um mm-hmm. then yeah putting mask on would be a 
something you want to do. So yeah, so it was a it was a fun week overall. Uh, what did you get yeah, into? I mean, I need I need to get back off. Um, I didn't do much this past week. I went to see my parents again. Uh, I got them a new phone plan because uh, well, they have Google Fi, which is pretty low cost already, and they charge by the amount of data they use, and they don't use more than one gigabyte of data a, a month. So. Um, uh, I was looking at other deals, and uh, Mint Mobile has a three gig plan, which is more than they use, and it's only fifteen dollars a month if you pay in advance. And so I switched them over to that, so I had to go over there and change the SIM card out for them and get that done. Um, so that's about all I did. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a not a great week here. I mean. The, the fires behind my house are still going. I think they're 15% contained. And they've been, they've been burning probably about two weeks now. A week? At least a week. Maybe two. And they're only 15% contained. Um, there was an earthquake uh, here uh, two days ago, I think. It was about 11.30 at night. And it wasn't very big ones. I think 4.6, which is a nice medium one. It's not big, but... Um, it was close though. It's it was in San Gabriel, which is very close to where I live, and so uh, it was a big. It wasn't a big rolling one. It was a big jolt, and it should probably ten seconds, maybe enough that I, I was sitting at my desk on my computer and I and it started shaking enough that I hopped under my desk to be safe. But once it got up there, down there, it pretty much stopped. So it didn't last very long, but you definitely felt it. And then you know we do the normal thing we normally do and just text everybody to see if everybody's okay, if they felt it or not. Then. Seems like everybody felt it, but uh, it wasn't big, so it was all right. And then uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died this week, also, which is kind of sad. And they're talking about trying to replace her, and, yeah, or not replace her because of what the the, the Republicans did last time. Where um, who was it? Died Scalia. Scalia died in March, and then the yeah. uh, Obama nominated Merrick Garland and. The Republicans held that up and never even went through the proceedings to mm-hmm. vote on that. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean that's like a really that's gonna that's a huge thing because if you just think about the uh, the most recent uh, things that they came down upon, you know, you're talking about uh, abortion, you're talking about um, gay rights, you're talking about uh undocumented or like daca people daca students you you're talking about a whole bunch of things that the supreme court has to play a part in and i mean i think it's unfortunate that in this country it, it's such a political thing it's not necessarily even about right or wrong it's just it's just you know based on it's more of like a team sport at this point it's it's just comical that these sorts of things that uh, come up, you know, when you, you could have a thing like gay rights and then if you're on team red or team blue, like, you know how they stand and, and it's just unfathomable that, you know, we're still in this kind of mindset and viewpoint. And, uh, and now that, you know, unfortunately that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away, you know, it just turns politicized and, and you kind of just see it. it it's uh, it's just people playing a game, you know. Last time around, when it was 
eight or nine months ahead of the election, you know, there, there were people, there were Republicans saying that it's, uh, it's not right, you know, the, with the election coming up that we try and nominate someone else. And, and now it's, now they're twisting it and saying that, um, they're just saying, well, it, a job's a job, you know, if the, if the president nominates someone, then we have to vote on it. And it's just, it's, it just really, in my opinion, like maybe I'm taking it too seriously, but it just kind of is disgusting because you just see all these things that play such a huge role and people just make it to a game. Like, uh, I remember my, my college professor, he was the youngest college professor I had, but he was a good guy and he was really fun and he's gay. And most of us, most of the people when we had like a group chat and we talked about it, like I made the point that, you know, the university could fire him based on that and face no repercussions and also would not have to validate their decision. And most people didn't know that they didn't realize that in, in that day and age, which was like 2014, 2015, that you could still do stuff like that to people based on who they are. And, you know, that, that decision came down and thank God that they were given the same rights as everyone else. And, but that's a, sort of a thing where if, if they have another quote unquote conservative justice that, that doesn't happen and you're allowed to treat people unfairly and you know, not to go down the rabbit hole, but it, it is just this huge game of of left and right and blue and red and liberal and conservative and you know, people people doing interviews on, on news news websites and and broadcast and just making it seem like it's such a a game when in really like this is people's lives and people's well being, you know. I I find it very unfortunate, and in day this day and age, obviously with everything that's going on, it's just so common. Like you know, everyone's bought into these ideas of fight for this and uh, that those people stink, and you know, it, it's it's so, yeah. I guess I'll leave it at that. It's just unfortunate. What you said is is it's right. It's it's a game, right? It has become a game. So my question is always, how do we com- combat that? It always feels like the Republicans are playing game. That, you know, they do trickery stuff like, oh, you know, it's an election year, so we can't uh, select a, a new Supreme Court justice because it's an election year. And of course you can. And they don't because it's a game. But the Democrats also always seem like uh, they, they're playing by so much of the rules, like, all they do is just complain like, oh, it's not fair. You're not playing by the rules. Oh, it's not fair. They don't do anything to combat the game or to change the game. They just sort of complain about it. So how do you fix that? All right? Or is it not to be fixed? And they're just allowed to play the game and some people just complain about it being not fair. Well, you know? I mean... You know, I, I don't have like a one solution to, to kind of a broad question like that. I, I think what 
people, you know, I think one thing is I wished that the voter turnout was as close to 100% as we could get. It's It really is. When you say that, what does that really solve? It just so means is, that we're actually it, being represented. I, I mean, maybe, obviously, if you don't vote, then I, I think it's fair to assume like you don't care because you're you're not voting. Like this is the one way that you have a well, voice. That's not necessarily true because you can abstain for voting and that's definitely a choice. But even with full res- representation, which is good, but if you're, if, if let's say me, I don't know everything about politics. I don't know what's going on with that, but I can vote on it, right? And to get my vote on it, sure, it gives me, it gets full representation every uh, the entire country. But maybe if I don't know or understand what's going on, I shouldn't vote on it. So just with full representation, just with everybody voting a higher turnout, doesn't seem like a solution to me, either. Okay. Right? Well, well, in in fairness, um, I wasn't done. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> So, sure, go so ahead. Go to, ahead. to go on from that, I think another thing is for people to be informed. I, I think one thing is that we allow politicians to be very vague and be very, or even lie. Um, and part of it is is to do with the media. But if you just talk about just our political system, you know, the the media form of it is is its own monster. Um, we don't actually hold our politicians accountable and most of the time because we're playing this kind of team game we don't we aren't informed of what's actually happening and we also kind of we we are easy to to combat and to speak badly about the opposite side when we're we don't. We aren't willing to do that same thing to the people that we quote unquote support. You know, for instance, um, obviously the media does it a lot, but I, I just find people, you know, on on political campaigns, they will talk about these things, and political campaigns just lie in like commercials and stuff like that, and it doesn't really take into account. Or you know, a lot of people who who want to say, who will talk about Obama in a certain manner. And, you know, they'll talk about the, his ties, quote unquote, to Islam, is Islam, which doesn't really matter because I, I don't find, personally, I don't find a person of Christian faith to be able to run this country better than a person of Islamic faith. Like that has nothing to do with it. But, and then the, those same people will, say that you know trump is a christian and trump has christian values which is not even remotely close to being true it just based <laughs> on his, his past and his present or in just the way he conducts himself so it's just really annoying when people want to want to bash another person or another party because of what they just think in their head it, it's kind of like yeah, you're based, you can be entitled to your feelings, but you can't be entitled to your own facts. And people usually will cloud their judgment when it when they want to convince themselves of 
beliefs and and, and all and especially in in politics you know people well, want to uh, or well, i'll let you go, go just to... well i agree that an informed elected electorate is important i don't know how we're going to get there but that's a whole other issue but doesn't that the, the person you're talking about at the very end doesn't that person have the right to do that to have to even given all the same facts they can still disagree with you yeah that you have to, you are entitled but you asked me like how can the people do stuff and i think holding yourself accountable is is part of that you know when we talk about right. our current climate you know one thing is obviously like the black lives matter movement and the the response to that has been blue lives matter and it's just people's i don't want to say ignorance but their their deafness like you know we Hmm. can say black lives matter and we can say blue lives matter like it is not they are not exclusive to each other they should be inclusive to each other because because they are related well that's what i'm saying is is the response to that is just preposterous because that's not what we're talking about oh you're talking more like black lives matter all lives matter well yeah that's what i'm saying is if your response to black lives matter is anything then yes then you i don't get it because we're not saying that all lives don't matter and we're not saying that police lives don't matter we're just saying black lives do matter and that is correct and yeah, I think but I a, can see if you're someone who isn't a black life might want to say, oh, that doesn't include me anymore. Where, you know, it clearly does include you, but, you know. But that's that's like saying, that's like saying, it, hey, um, you know, we just had, we're having forest fires and we, you ask the government, hey, can we have some federal funding to help us out? And you were to say, well, there's no fires in Kansas, and they're not going to get any, they're not going to get any money. Like we can't give you money unless we give everyone money. And it's like that's not the point. The point is that through sure. through systematic racism, through everything, like the history of America, you can see how um, minority or people of color have been affected by the system. And we're trying to say, like, hey, we should try and focus on not having that in this day and age. And your response is, everyone matters. Well, that's not what we're saying. We're not saying that everyone doesn't matter. But we're saying that when you have a disproportionate amount of African Americans in the criminal justice system, even though they account for like 15-ish percent of the country, then either you want to say that Black people are inherently worse and that's why they're in lower-income housing or poor education systems or in, in jail, incarcerated, or you want to say, oh, well, the system isn't doing its job to be equal. And I know that's a lot of nuances when I say the system, but that's kind of what is trying to be said but people's response is no um everyone is equal and the in yeah it's it's just 
but trying to hold uh, to bring it back trying to hold yourself accountable to listen and also to know the facts like you you um you uh volunteered not volunteered you um told me about that podcast nice white parents and i listened to all of it and in there you can see how african americans and minority groups are treated are reported on are valued and it's that sort of those sorts of things that play into account when you talk about our system right now and of course just being the person i am i try and look up reviews of it and then you you will find that again like this political team system people from the red from the right they downplay all of it and they speak negatively of the podcast because they find it as as like its own racism to say oh it's white people's fault and it's like you're not listening you're and and what's unfortunate is because a lot of people just listen like they're trying to find the facts and because of because of capitalism i'm not trying to say capitalism bad but people are motive <laughs> people are motivated to make money so if that means just being boisterous or being obnoxious or being loud um for the sake of making money people that's incentivized and you see it in our media and you see it all around and unfortunately that causes a lot of people to be misinformed and uh you know brainwashed to a certain extent so i think people should hold themselves accountable and should also listen you should talk to people you should listen and i think it sounds so simple but if i had if you wanted one solution i would say to earnestly listen to other people that would be my solution if i had to give one thing hmm i'll think about it's it's complicated cuz you touched on like 50 different things and i wonder sometimes how do we fix it right and 50 different problems have 50 different solutions and then for each problem you know there's like hundreds of other solutions that we could try but not necessarily work and this is overwhelming cuz uh it and part of the problem is you lose focus because there's so many uh issues this thing i think yeah. helps i i yeah but the, the nothing can nothing conducive to listening is uh, most things are not conducive to listening right now yeah right? no, no it's exactly. just whoever yeah, shouts the loudest and yeah no, I agree. And that's, that's why I think you just gotta, it, it just helps tremendously. Um, One, sometimes I listen to you. Well, that's good. Cause, cause I get it. I, I, it, it's, it's just, there's so much obviously, and not all of it, not all of it you get affected by, like as say, as a man, I don't get affected by abortion rights. You know, I, it doesn't affect me one bit because i simply just can't have a kid um you know there's other things like if you no i i I know what you're gonna say but no i get it um you can have or say something as as much as like guns rights i don't own a gun um 
I, I and I am not a fan of guns, not because of you know what they can do. It's just you know I just don't have a gun. I don't I don't want a gun. Um, but I do believe everyone has the right to a gun. But I do think we should limit on what guns you can get. You know, there's there's a lot of nuances to these things, and the way that they affect one person might not affect another person. Um, but that's kind of where the listening comes in. Like if we want to talk about how, uh, like in, in like schooling and funding and zoning and like all these things, they affect people differently. But you have to listen. And and yeah, I just don't think much of that is is going on. Juan, you know me pretty well. Honest, honest, honest question, honest answer. Do you think I should get a gun? I, I do think I am for everyone having a gun. You know, it's a different thing, whether you want to say conceal and carry stuff like that. But in your home, I think everyone should have a gun. Uh, if you want my, my honest opinion, I think anyone that has a gun has a gun should be treated like a car. You have to have insurance on it. You have to have it registered to yourself. You have to pass a test that says you can use this just as you would like a driver's license and a car. You have to do all of those things. That's just a very basic comprehensive system that I think should be included in, in the uh, gun system. So if you want to own like 15 guns, like that's fine. I don't think you should, you shouldn't be able to do any of that, but you should have them all registered to you. You should have them all, you should be trained in all of them that you have. And, and I think that's fair. I don't, I don't see why that's not fair. Um, well, so, you know me, I, I'm kind of accident prone. Do you still think I should have a gun? Well, that's where the training should come in. Like people insert it, not only in using a gun, but also having a gun in your residence. Like there's a, a lot of statistics on if there's a gun in the home and if you and what what fatalities with children and stuff like that, where, you know, you don't have children, but you know what I mean is, is the accident or I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. dead baby jokes. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that if you were trained on how to use a gun and if you were trained on how to store a gun, which both the things are both resources are out there for both of them, mm-hmm. then that is the, that again is the best you can do for the situation. Like if we all want guns, then I think we should set up a situation so that it's it's the safest it can be for everyone. And, and right now we don't have that. And, uh, so for you and like other people that say, you know, we, you might have a lot more accidents. Well, you should just have the training for it. That should be mandatory. If we have it for a car, if we have it for a construction equipment, if we have it for everything else that you have to do it before you're able to be in that machine or use that machine we should be doing it for this because it yeah it's it for me it's that simple but mm. for other people you know that's where the listening comes in or i will pass on the gun because uh i'm probably not good with it and i can't see very well 
Both good reasons. <laughs> I think so. I think I have a prime example of why you should not have a gun. Not that crazy guy. It's just me, accident prone and cannot see very well. That you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. You don't want see. you don't want Charles to be the person defending you. You're like, <laughs> oh no, it's someone with a gun. You're like, who's here? It's Charles. Like you're just, you might as well just like fall on the floor. You, no, you're, see, you're the only way I will be able to defend you is uh, we all had to run, and because I run slower, uh, they'll just catch me faster. Oh, and maybe that's very helpful of you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. That's my life mission now. Uh, but does does that kind of make sense? I kind of like that idea. I think uh, uh, getting a license to kill is a great idea. Just kidding. It shouldn't be called license to kill. Oh getting a gosh. license uh, with a test and, and you know proper training, just like a car license or a driver's license. I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah, I think it's simple. But it, I think... Uh, uh, not to make a bigger discussion out of this, but I think of one thing that, again, it's not to bash capitalism, but there's so everything in America is incentivized by money. So you see tons of money being shelved to um, lobbyists and to, to corporations and to, um, to politicians, because if you do any of these things, it does hinder the ability to make more money off of this. And that's unfortunately such a big part, again, in American society. Whether you want to talk about guns, whether you talk about pharmacies, whether you talk about um, the uh, like incarceration system, uh, whether just just on and on and on. There's so many things that are incentivized to for profit and for revenue that it just skews it skews everything after that whether it's the information that comes out or the way it's portrayed or the way that it's voted on everything gets changed in that way and it's become a thing where even our political system is corrupt because of lobbyists and the incentives to have revenue and to maximize revenue and so i would just tell people like listen and just and if you and one thing is usually when you talk about politics don't think about the policy don't think about even the subject that's being talked about just look at where the money's going and you'll usually find your answer that way like why are republicans talking this way why are democrats talking this way uh, why are we fighting? Just figure out where the money is trying to go, and you'll usually find where the conflict is in it. Yeah, I mean, capitalism is not the greatest thing ever. Uh, going back to the license idea, um, to shoot pheasants, you need a license, right? Have you been hunting you need, before? You need a license to hunt. You don't need a license to have the gun. Right. Well, what, depending on the state that you're in. But yeah. What entails uh, to getting that license? Is it just pay a um, fee kind of thing, or is there a whole test that I needed to go through? Well, there, it's usually dependent upon how many licenses they have. Um, so uh, some of them oh. in America are very lucrative because there's only a certain time. There's you, you, It's called like a season. So there right. might be season, um, deer season, stuff like that. So you have to be at the right time. And depending on how busy that area is or the amount of that animal that there are, 
they limit the amount of permits or licenses that you're allowed to get to hunt a particular animal. Well, so, but how do I get a license is my question. Is there is there a test I need to take? That that I don't know. I mean, I've never gotten a license to hunt in my life, so I, I'm not quite sure what you have to do. I'm well, sure it's, it's like a, to do this week. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a, you know, you could probably find a website of a national park or something where you you get a permit to hunt for a certain period of the year, and then you just bring all the all of the equipment that you need for it. Do you think you would you would want to hunt? Do you do you acknowledge like what it would take to hunt? I'm not well, sure if you kind of quite know. Those are two separate questions. Yeah, well, I do want to try it because I never hunted before, but I have no idea what entails in hunting. I I, I think a uh, orange vest. I need to get an orange vest, <laughs> and um, I just go and borrow somebody else's gun because I don't want to buy a gun. So, do you like? Sitting in one place for long periods of time. Mm, no, unless it's in my car and there's Wi-Fi. Okay, so we're gonna go with no because you you're not gonna be in a car or have well, Wi-Fi. See, this is what I learned about pheasant hunting because I asked a guy. Uh, he says, uh, "Well, I how do you do it?" I said, oh, and then he said, "Well, usually um, you stand there with a shotgun. You use a shotgun, and then somebody runs to the wheat field or cornfield or a cane field." those are the fields they have in south dakota and then uh scare the birds up and then they shoot it so i didn't i didn't quite figure out the license thing so i volunteered to just run through the field and scare the pheasants up in the air but i'm also you know me a terrible runner so that may not last very long Mm -hmm. but i don't think i can shoot a pheasant out of the air if i had a even with a shotgun i don't know yeah my eyesight's pretty bad You wouldn't morally be able to, or you would Oh, no, I would morally be able to. I just think I could physically, technically do it. Like, I would shoot in the air, but uh, not get the, the pheasant. Mm-hmm. Or well, I may I say shoot somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you don't shoot somebody, but... Well, yeah, that's not... The, I'm not trying to, but accidents happen. Like I said, I have bad eyesight, and I'm accident-prone, and so... Okay, okay, don't don't act like Dick Cheney and say it was an accident that I shot him in the face. Well, if you shoot someone, you did it on purpose, because you're no. shooting birds in the air. You should yes. not shoot anyone. But, hey, if the gun goes off in my hand, and I wasn't aiming at anything and hit somebody, that is what I'm talking about. That's an accident, okay. and, that's the training. Like it's it's very it's it's the most common thing, and most people, you know, to your defense, most people don't realize it. Is that you should never point a gun at a person. Like right, you, you should, don't point at anything. Well, you're not going to shoot, right? Yeah. But you don't plan to shoot. Yes, but accidents happen. Is what I'm saying. And let's say I don't get the training because you know I don't have time. I just want to go pheasant hunting in the afternoon. You know, spend an hour or two. So I'm not going through all that things and that's why i'm volunteering just to run through the field to, mm-hmm. to scare the birds up i'm okay. excited about this pheasant so hunting i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep going so okay so sitting <laughs> in a place okay um do you enjoy being outdoors do you enjoy no. okay all right well you didn't even but, let me finish that but, but i will sacri- i will sacrifice that and we'll go outdoors just for the hunting Unless you're telling me I can front it inside the house and just shoot outside a window. Then... No, you can't do that. Okay, I didn't think so. I didn't think uh, so. Do you, do you enjoy loud noises? Like no. A gun? Uh, okay, well, you can, you can wear well, headphones. So that's, yeah. that's, 
easy I, one. I, I shot a gun before, um, and I had earmuffs. Or are they called earmuffs? What is it? Like the the things that block earmuffs warm the ears, right? What's the stuff that yeah. covers their yeah. ears that blocks the sound? Uh, I think there's. I mean, just bullet headphones. I don't know what they're yes. called specifically. Um, okay. So, uh, what's a, What's a, What's another thing? Um, do you are you are you squeamish I, when it comes to dead animals and blood? No, not really. Oh, human blood. Human blood. Yes. No, humans. You're not shooting humans. Get that out of here. You keep talking about shooting someone. Well, you just said blood. That. Human blood. I like when people cut themselves. I get a little freaked out. But animals, I'm okay. But can you hold a dead animal? Like at some point, you got to take the animal you mm. killed. Bring Depends it how heavy truck. it is. It's a pheasant. It's not very heavy. Okay, I can. Uh, pheasant. Are they clean or dirty? They are animals in the wild. Ooh, I don't want to get a disease. I'll wear gloves. I can pick okay. it up if I wear gloves. But, you but should, I don't want to get dirt on my hands. Anyways. Huh? You, you should be wearing gloves anyways. So that's okay. that's fine. Also, uh, uh, I look really good in camo. So that's that's also. A, a, I don't know if you were asked about that. that I'm, I'm that offering is, the information for you. That is debatable. Um, oh, okay. But not not part of the requirements. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I got some clothing on your return. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about going to Bass Pro Shops this week, but they're out in Rancho Cucamonga, which is about an hour out, maybe maybe a little less than an hour out. So it's kind of far, and I don't know if they're open uh, indoors. You know, I heard good things about them. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds. So like I did my due diligence and research. You don't, if you don't want to actually shoot anything, you could still go along the trip. Oh no, I do want to actually shoot it, but I don't know if I can because I don't have the training, nor do I have the. I don't know what involves in getting a license to shoot. Well, well, I mean, if you shoot, if you shoot a shotgun, you're you're not aiming. You're you got to aim in a general direction. That that's about it. You gotta, you know, shotguns just. I shot a shotgun once. Um, it was into a yeah, hill I mean, in West Virginia, and I missed. Yeah, but I think, no, I'm just I kidding. Think you, hill. I think you could do it. I mean, at worst, you're the person that's scaring. If if you can yes. do like a pheasant call, like you know, maybe Ooh. practice that. I need to look up what pheasants sound like. Um, and then you could you could also be the uh, the caring person. So you just carry stuff instead of no. shooting? No, Juan, Juan, me, please, I, really, I just, me carry I, things? I, mean, I pay people I, to carry things for me. You have to You have to do your part. This is all part of the trip. I'll pay people to do that part. <laughs> I want to hunt like they hunted in Downton Abbey. That's my kind of hunting. Oh I get God. to dress up nice and I sit on a horse. And people fetch things for me. You can't ride a horse. That's true. But I can learn. I need to get a dog though too. Oh, I need to have a dog. Oh, I can't travel with a dog on an airplane easily. Right. I can get one when I get there. You don't need a dog. So, I think this is just one of those. I think this is you know when you talk to friends and or family members, you see them get real excited about something, but in the back of your head, you're just like, yeah, you're not gonna do this. So I mean, you you don't you don't bum them out, but you just kind of know. It's not going to happen. You're not going to see Honestly, in, in a year, you're not going to look at pheasant photos. That's all I'm going to say. Probably not. But the only reason I'm not is I probably won't end up in South Dakota this fall. 
But if I was in South Dakota this fall, yeah, I'm definitely going. Well, I'm not going to go by myself for one. I need to go with people who know what they're doing. And I think I found somebody who could do that. But I would totally do it if I could. Is there anything that you want to do that's a little bit more feasible? Like, is there anything on your on your to-do list or maybe like, is there anything for, for say, travel before, before 2020 ends that you want to try and do? Travel-wise? I'm trying to I'm trying to see like here here's a thing you can definitely do Charles you know a little bit of planning and and all that like you're you're heading the right direction so is there something that you want to do before the uh, end of the year like is there a list for this no but pheasant hunting uh would be pretty high on the list if that list existed now that I met somebody who who does do that well I'm not completely throwing out the idea. I used to really want to do it if it's possible, but there's a lot of factors, right? Trying to get to South Dakota is one of them, right? Mm-hmm. It's not exactly cheap for me to fly, especially if I have no income right now. If flying is cheap, but then I have to try to drive and then staying at a place, hotels will be expensive. Well, hotels aren't that expensive. It's uh, it's a big cost in a trip like this. Right? Yeah. Well, why don't you just go in California? No, I, I don't know a guy in California to hunt. The, the whole reason I'm going to South Dakota is I found a guy in South Dakota that, that goes pheasant hunting. Well, ask him if there's, uh, there's like pheasant hunting blogs and forums that maybe you just link up with uh, another. No, no, no. I want to do it in South Dakota with the guy I met online. This is sounding really creepy at this point. <laughs> it's not that creepy. It's just a regular follower that watches my stream. Now you sound like a, a sex worker, like a, a camera. No, person. I'm not even on the camera. It's just my my Animal Crossing stream. Yeah. Which I'll be well, streaming later this afternoon if you want to watch. Well, you you should you should just kind of stay in contact and kind of try and figure out more information. In the meantime, maybe you go get you know a, a Cabela's big hunting big game hunting video game and kind of practice get a like a, a switch remote oh try and use that um, i know what you're talking yeah i used to go hunting for bears in uh oregon trail yeah exactly there's so a lot easier try, hunt try really. and do that or maybe hit up a, a an arcade bar and just you know they usually have a shooting game try and practice on that no uh, I, it's a shotgun well maybe i still need to i don't know you still need yeah um, you know, maybe you go, go to Cabela's or, or Bass Pro Shop or whatever, you know, go get yourself a pheasant, uh, call, you know, start practicing that. I'll YouTube you know, that what they sound like. Yeah. I don't want you, I, this is the thing. I, I, I am, I'm not an enabler, but I'm, uh, I'm kind of like a life coach. I want you to succeed and I want you to, you know, really Wait, go you don't think I, I can, I, you don't think I can shoot down a pheasant? I don't know. I think you can. I just think you should probably practice it first. Well, no. Well, if if I can, sure. Okay. So here's a question: Do you, do you ever go hunting, or does your family go hunting? My family doesn't go hunting. I don't go hunting. I've shot guns before, and I have friends. But yeah, back home that they hunt, shoot guns so. in the city, and that's different. Yeah. Well, I don't know them. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I've never gone hunting, even though it's something okay. I, I've always wanted to go archery hunting. Like that sounds like a lot. Of archery fun. hunting with a bow and arrow or like a crossbow? With a bow and arrow. Oh, that sounds, 
Well, have you ever done archery before? I I mean, I've done it before. I've done it like less than five times in my life, but I've done it before. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Well, maybe because, well, I don't know. The last time I did it was I was in sixth grade, so I definitely wasn't as strong as I am now. And uh, pulling back the, what do you call it, the string part of the bow? I don't, I did mm-hmm. technical things that I don't know. It, it was hard. Okay, I, I, I have a, this popped up a question because I talked about uh, archery now. When I am thinking of, like the only reasons, not the only, but the biggest reason I want to own a home is so I have a backyard that's big enough to, for me to practice archery on. My brother that's right huge. now, has, my brother, no, my brother has that big of a backyard. Really? And I'm so jealous. And I've, I've tried to convince him to let me put an archery set in his backyard. Like I would pay for it all and he would give him some money on the side. Yeah, so I could just, yeah, it's just bales of hay. So you have like a wall in case you miss. Right. And then the actual target, and then you just get the bow and arrow yourself. But well, he doesn't want to let me do that for probably obvious reasons. But that's what's the obvious reason is if I miss and I ruin his his fence or potentially hit someone or something else. Uh, you know, all stuff I don't want to think about. But well, those insurance. those reasons. But if the, you the, what is what is the, your top thing that you're trying to for a house? Like that you look forward to. Well, not that. Well, well, uh, remind me of Olympic Olympian uh, years ago. I think ninety six. There was a, a archery Olympian in, in uh, L A. He lived in L A. And he was set. He 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 had a house, or his family had a house, but his house wasn't that big. They can do the whole uh, arrow thing, and so he would set up the target in his backyard, and then stand in the front yard on the street shoot it through the house through the garage through the open door in the garage to hit the target in the backyard <laughs> he's also like a olympian so he always hit a bullseye you know and yeah he's qualified. <laughs> yeah you're not that level yet but you know there's hope um what do i look for for him buy a house I, I i want good wi-fi i i i think about like um i don't want a yard because i don't want to take care of a yard you could, you could have good wi-fi in any house like you, yeah. you, it's not, it's not dependent on the house. Like oh. if I want to go archery, if I want the, the bow and arrow set in my backyard, I need a big backyard. Like I, you can't find that anywhere. Like what's the thing that you want so that you could either do something or just for the sheer reason of having it like a ensuite or something. Um, I want air conditioning and good Wi-Fi. Wow. And if I was um, your life, I would tell you to dream bigger. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I'm your I'm your friend, and I tell you to dream bigger. So, <laughs> well, like, uh, like having a, a yard that I can plant a giant pumpkin would be nice, but I don't want to take care of it. Having space in the backyard to raise some chickens would be nice, but I don't want to take care of them, and they smell. See, so this is why I think this is this is why you should date. <laughs> someone. Like and have them own the house, not them have not them own the house, but they I just visit the house. They they help you out. No, I don't know if you know this, but usually when you own a house with someone, you live in it with them. Oh, you know. okay, yeah, but oh, yeah, so yeah. have them take care of the house, or have them take care of the chickens. Exactly, yeah, like you you kind of get the thing. You maybe you're the one that puts up the money, and then they take care of it. 
mm. and then you just you know collect the eggs or something. Well, in that case, I'm 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 good with the Wi-Fi and air conditioning. <laughs> uh, this is <laughs> maybe yeah, we're getting down to why Charles is single because <laughs> he doesn't want his dreams to be crushed. Oh yeah, I I would far rather I would far rather have a good solid Wi-Fi connection. Is what I'm saying, not one that drops all the time and the speed is good. I would far rather have a good Wi-Fi. Uh, situation in air conditioning uh, than to live with other people. Oh, yeah. Easy, easy peasy. Not even, not, then you have to consider it. Man, that is, that is uh, hard to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I didn't expect that, but okay. But no, like your idea of that big backyard, I have no interest in. I would even say I have a disinterest in that. That I would never want to have a big backyard because that is a lot of yard to take care of, and I can't even take care of myself really. And you want me to take your yard too? I mean, sure, I can hire a gardener, but it's yeah, you don't oh. have to take care of it. I, yeah. I, when I get when I get a backyard, it's going to be all dirt. I don't want. No, to you have to mow it. You have to well. I guess you don't have to mow dirt, but you should be got grass to mow it. You might want some trees and you know stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, maybe I want like a workshop so I can build it. No, I don't build anything. I don't want a workshop. No, just give me a good Wi-Fi connection and uh, and uh, air conditioning. This is what what I like about hotels too, or going on cruises. If the cruise has a good Wi-Fi connection, I would definitely go on cruise. Yeah. Unlimited well. Wi-Fi too. Unlimited Wi-Fi, good solid and air conditioner, solid Wi-Fi and air conditioning. I think in later episodes I'm gonna ask you more about these topics not about uh not about cruises and wi-fi what my dream home looks like no what your dreams are and if you're ever gonna be with anyone oh Mm, no and no (laughs) i don't really have dreams nor do i like people all right i i'm kind of shocked we still talk you know every once in a while i think to myself Man, I still talk to Juan. Why do I do that? I don't know. I, like, I have an ego, so I like to think that it gives you a glimmer of hope of real life. No, you give me no hope. Mm. Hope is another thing I don't like very much. At least the feeling is mutual. <laughs> no, hope is another thing I, I feel is overrated. Well, no. It's not overrated. It's it's a definite necessity, but there, hope it, it makes no sense. But that's okay. a whole different talk for another day. Another a better way is in in a later episode. We're just gonna go through like your view of life. My view of life. Okay, yeah. sure. I mean, you had to get a little more specific specific about that. Well, but, we get, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll talk sure. about. We're not gonna talk about everything under the sun, but we'll talk about say hope. Say uh, relationships, say health, say stuff like that. Oh, you want to know about health? You want to know when my uh, uh, my rally age, whatever it is? I didn't take it this year. No, (laughs) one thing that would I think maybe you would benefit from is listening because you don't do a good job listening. I don't. I don't want to know your rally health score. I just want. You know, unlike probably you, like I, I do want to know that you're doing well and that you're happy and stuff like that. Oh, and I'm part happy. Of it, part of it I'm is gonna die early. 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's not what I want to hear as your friend. No, that's the plan. <laughs> I ain't going to live forever. But what is forever? What is obviously not forever? Ooh. Uh, 90s is a very long time. 100s is a very long time. So I so guess... you had to call it. What are you where when are you going out? When is the curtain call? For oh, it? okay. So I think uh, well, there's two answers. One is I think I'll I'll make it to my 90s. There's a good chance of that. Wow. Uh that's yeah. a bold. That's a bold prediction. I'll it's genetics. It's genetics mostly. <laughs> okay. no, nothing am I doing, uh, but when I do, I want to check out kind of early. Check out. Is it a yeah. library book? Yeah, because if I have to, if I have to, if I start walking really slowly and have trouble with things, those like I see my grandparents when they were old and before they died. It's not pleasant for anyone, really, you know. And it, like some of them, they like my grandpa was pretty much uh, like his mind was gone at least ten years before he died, and he was bedridden and everything. But he lived to his nineties, and that wasn't a good quiet life. And my grandmas, they, well, they they were starting to lose it at the end too, their mind anyway, you know. And so they, you know, they have a hard time recognizing it. The quality of life isn't there. And I hope it don't have to last all the way to then. Well, your parents, you know, they're, they're younger than when you're, say, your, your grandparents passed away. Mm-hmm. Do they live, in your opinion, do they live full lives? Right now? Yeah, whatever your opinion is of a full life, do you think? Yeah, they're they, they're they're living a pretty good life. They they keep busy. They have the grandchildren, where they're happy and excited about. They're they're they yeah. So they yeah. live the life now, but what happens in ten years? What happens in twenty years? You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I I definitely, yeah, that's a that's a good. You know, you can't just say, "Hey, well, they made it till they're ninety-five. Like that's it's awesome. They have, but if if you're really struggling those last ten years or so, yeah, that's yeah. I'm out of here. But <laughs> when you were talking about the the rally store earlier, I also think about health. It reminded me of Apple this week. Was it this week they re, they re, they released new uh, oh, iPads yep. and. I uh watches and part of it was the have you seen the Apple Fitness Plus thing? They have the COVID tracker. Huh? No, 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 not the COVID tracker. Oh, it's basically yeah. like Peloton, where you 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 pay a subscription and you watch workout videos and you work out with them. But Apple's whole thing is it's connected to your watch, so like your heartbeat shows up on the screen and your the, whatever the monitoring your watch does shows up on the screen. And I was thinking, oh, that'll be kind of neat. I would try that out if that was free. And I'm to pay for it. Well, ten dollars a month for something like that isn't that bad, really. Um, but um, like I, I, some of the workouts you need a, like a bike, a stationary bike, or a machine, a treadmill, or something. I don't have that, so I just had to. I can do the ones without. So, uh, have you ever tried yoga? Yeah, I've done yoga before. How is that? I was looking at maybe trying the yoga thing at home, since you know we can't really do it outside of home and. Um, it looks like an interesting thing. As your life coach, I would love it if you did yoga. Cool. I what do I need for yoga? Any equipment? You, so you generally, you tend to just 
try and have a mat. A mat. I mean, that's if you do you have carpet in your home? Uh, I do, but not in the living room. My living room is hardwood floors. My bedrooms are carpeted. Well, I mean, you don't need a lot of space for yoga, so you know. That's good because I don't have any space. So your your bedroom just works. So that's what I mean. Is if you have. Well, no, it doesn't because I don't have a TV in it, so I can't watch the videos. Well, do you have a laptop? You could just put the video on your laptop. I don't have a laptop. (laughs) I have a desktop computer. You you have a phone. Okay, you have a phone. There you go. I have a phone. Yeah, I can do it on the phone. You have your phone. You could just Google. uh, It'll be very tiny. And have a. Well, you're not doing. You only need something to reference in case you don't know what position they're doing, which most of the time. Well, at least all the time that I've I've done yoga, they narrate what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. So if you have a good instructor, they'll tell you, you know, where your foot, where your feet and your your arms are supposed to go. I'm flexible. Uh, you're not flexible. Um, <laughs> I am very I, flexible. Just just to. Uh, I don't think you know how flexible I am. Um, I don't think you can put your arms over your head. Well, that's because of the shoulder issue, but I can put my my feet above my head, over my head. I am quite can flexible. You touch your toes. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Without bending my knees, absolutely. I I can't um I can't do the splits, not even close with the splits. But yes. can you do a? Do you know what a, a downward dog is? Um, no. Should I Google this, or this will be not safe for work? <laughs> well, I think yeah. If you just do downward dog, you'll be fine. Okay. Um. But yeah, if you just right you you have the space in your apartment, you have your phone, you can do it. I think it's it's a wonderful thing. It's not you know wonderful just for you know older people, but it's also I love doing yoga every other day. Just oh, it's, it's like so an upside upside down V. I don't know if I can do that. I probably yeah. can. I never tried it. Doesn't look that hard. Is it hard? So uh, no, it's it's pretty much the most basic position. I think I do that. All right, How do so, you get into that position in the first place without falling your face? Downward you, dog is like the upside down V, right? You're like doing a carrot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you so, do that without hitting your face? Well, you're supposed to support yourself with, through your hands and your shoulders and then your feet and your legs. Well, yeah, but how do you... So I would imagine you do this by standing up and then bending down, oh, just falling forward. How do you get into a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you like, get into this position? Progression. Um, so what you usually do is you're let's say you're standing. Okay, you're standing completely up, upright. You uh-huh. bend, you bend at the hips and the lower back. So now you're doing what's called a forward fold, and you're doing a ninety degree angle. We okay. just call that a bow yeah. where we come from, but okay. So you're bowing, and then once you're down to a forward fold, then you go a full fold, and then that's when you let your head and your body hang low. Um, you usually will put your stomach and your chest onto your quads and your legs. So that way they're touching and you're just kind of hanging low. You're taking the stress off of your lower back and stuff. You will put your hands down to the floor. And then if you have to bend your knees to do that, that's fine. And then you walk your hands forward until you're you're usually at a plank. So do you know what a plank is? No, 
But I'm watching this so. guy do it, and he's doing it differently. He's starting like from, like if you're, uh, like, like if you're on the, like your hands and knees like a dog, and then pushing yourself up. Yeah, so that works too. Um, does this hurt then, the yeah, ankles? It does not. It stretches your calves. It stretches your calves in a very good uh, way. At first, you might not be able to touch the back of your heels to the ground, uh-huh. but eventually you will. You will I don't think I to. can touch it. I think that, that's the, 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 the ankle bending part. I don't think I can bend that far. Like I think You'll, my ankle only bends about 90 degrees. It doesn't bend more than 90 You'll feel it more in your calves. Trust yes. me, you won't feel it in your ankles. I have I can bad imagine ankles, that. And, and I and I can do it. You just have weak ankles. <laughs> Whatever it is, they're not good. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to do this? You we can have like a a goal or a challenge, well, whatever you want to call it, for the week, and yours can be yoga. Well, I wanted to maybe try it when the Apple Fitness comes out. I might even consider paying ten dollars for one month to try it out. A bet didn't come out till end of the month or in the next month or something. Well, you oh, can find some complicated. Most, I don't, you I don't have an Apple like a Crow. Crow looks hard. That thing takes balance. I also don't have a mat. Yeah, is that when you have your one of your legs in front? The crow? Resting on yeah. No, the crow looks like you're doing a handstand except your knees are rested on your elbows. Hmm. I don't. I can't do a handstand, for sure. I tried that before, although it's been oh, years since crow. I tried that. Um. Yeah, the crow. I remember. You I can did do it that once. I did it once. It's more of a. It's like a trust sort of thing. You have to trust yourself to do it, because huh. most of the time people are scared they're going to fall on their face or something. But it doesn't even hurt if you do. And, I bet I can yeah. fall on my face. It's not too bad. All right. So your challenge for this week is to do yoga once. No, I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> you're the, but you're the best life coach I ever had. Everyone can hear it. I, I do. I try my hardest to have Charles like, meet people and try new things and be healthier. And I try plenty of new things. I just don't like uh, people. Like I wouldn't not go try new hunting. Things. You do not try new things. I that's complete BS. Name one thing I haven't tried. <laughs> skiing. I okay, I haven't gone skiing before. That's true, but the opportunities for me in snow are far and few between. So it's an opportunity issue. Like I can't mm-hmm. go skiing now. Well, I guess I can. I have to fly to somewhere really cold though. See, that's not no. That's not pos- That's not plausible. Well, it is possible, but I mean, that costs way too much money. I'm not going to do that. Talking about skiing. Um, okay, so you you do not try new things. Like I don't I don't even want to hear that. That's such BS. What do you mean? I try plenty of new things. What's the, uh, well, in the past be... week? What's something you've tried? Last week? This past week? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, name something. Say something. I'll try. Well, let me see. I just did name. Some, I just named something you should try. <laughs> I yoga, right? You want me to try yoga? Now, well, I, I bet I'll try it one time in my life. It's you know what? I don't think I will like it, but I will still try it. You just said you would like it. Huh? No. You just said you would like it and that you're flexible and that you could do it. I, I, can, I can probably do Downward Dog. I can try that. Uh, crow? Oof. 
I can try crow, try but I probably will not get crow. Do yoga. You don't try positions. You do a whole routine. It's like a workout. Oh. You don't just do you know one position after the other. It's like a well, flowing this, motion. Well, this just shows one clip, one thing at a time. It just is how to do crow posing. Just that all it does. I didn't get that. I send you a beginner yoga workout. Will you do it? Uh, I'll think about it. I'll try. Uh, I don't. I like. I said. I don't have the. I don't have a mat and a hardwood floor. So, I hope that doesn't hurt. No, do it on the carpet. It's gonna be. It's gonna help you out much more. Trust yeah, but I don't have the TV in the room with a carpet. I can't you use see your it. phone. I hate. Okay. So, all right. I'll try it. It's a small screen, but I'll try the phone then. No, okay. I don't have space in my room. You, right. you I, just I, have, I to have enough space for you to lie down. That's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't have that much. I don't have that space in my room. You don't wow. understand. I, I my house is like a hoarder. I, you, there's hardly any places to uh, uh, put anything. Well, then go get a mat. It's not that hard. Like they sell at Cabela's. I don't have Cabela's. They sell that no, post patch. Bro, so bad. Bad. Bass, Bass Pro Shop. Bass Pro Shop. Thank you. Man. Yeah, there really is no hope. No wonder you don't like hope. There's no hope for you. All right. So you do that. That's going to be your thing this week. One yoga routine. It usually sure. takes 20 or 30 minutes, so it's not even that long. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's a lot. All right, I can do that. I can try right. it. You're you're gonna send it to me, right? Yeah, I'll send I'll send okay. you a, a a routine. But you know the whole Apple Watch thing it was kind of clever, and that's why I kind of wanted to try it because it ties into the everything. I know it's not a big point or anything, but I think that's what gets me more interested in something like that. Yeah, I mean it's it's true. Like if you're incentivized to do something, it. It makes a lot right, right, right. That, exactly. That's what incentivizes me to do something like that. Okay, so if you do it, then uh, I don't know. I'll buy you the orange vest for your pheasant hunting. No, oh, no, you don't have to. That doesn't incentivize me to do anything. Okay. Well, <laughs> God, do you? Does it? Oh my God! Does anyone listen to this? This is so frustrating. <laughs> this is what I have to work with. This is why this is. I love this series that uh, you can ask me questions because uh, you can unravel the the mystery. There's no mystery. There's no mystery. It's just your oh. ego that you want someone to be interested in you. What? There's no. There's no reason. What are you this is Everybody's mystery. interested in me. Well, not according to the view count. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, can you, can you post some of your slot cannon pictures? You can post on the Instagram. Yeah, I'll do that. I like to see what it looks like. I mean, I've seen the people's pictures from Google, but you know, I'm not sure it's the same place. Probably is, but it'll probably be neat to see. I'm glad you didn't die out there. Yeah, no, I, I, I guess in retrospect, not having water in the desert area could lead to very bad things. Mm. So, especially getting lost twice. Um, but yeah, it all turned out okay. And I incentivized myself with uh, some chicken nachos. So I think overall it was a success. I don't need incentives, incentives like that. Um, what do you got going this week? 
so this week, uh, I'm not sure what all we've kind of been hitting Utah pretty hard. So there's not much left in our, I'll probably go golfing more cause that's just fun to do. Um, I'm nice. gonna... I want to do more golfing too, but I don't know anybody here that plays golf. Do I? Well, I mean, right now it probably wouldn't be a good time to be outdoors. But what do you mean? Uh, it's a great time to be outdoors. Yeah, you just need to have like a a gas mask on. No, no. I mean, if you're in a golf course and you're outside, outside like that, it should be fine. If you're going out outdoors, if you're going to meet outdoors, like you're going to eat inside a restaurant, no, I wouldn't do that right now. That's just not safe. But if on a golf course where you're not around people, it should be fine. I mean, you'll, if you're not around people, you're only with people you know that, you know, that have been quarantining themselves and stuff like that, it should be fine. Like, yeah. I, I, like I said, I have like a weekly dinner with my friends and we just have a picnic usually out in Griffith. It's it's fine. We sit a little further from each other. We still wear masks sometimes where we, we're talking, not when we're eating, but when we're talking. But it's just a picnic outside, and it's wonderful because it's it's important to be with people if you're not. Um, and I think outside in the parking lot is perfectly safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, then by all means, go try out some par three courses. Like it should be. It, it's, well, it's no, I'd like to play golf with the person. So I need to find someone who plays golf here. All right, well then, do nothing. I'm doing yoga uh, this week. What are you talking about? This is this so, is exciting. I'll report back, guys. All all uh, none of you listening, at how it went. So what I am gonna do this week is I'm gonna go to the local farmers market, just kind of check that out. Um, yeah, let me know how the produce is there, because living in California, we're always spoiled. We hear about the the produce we get, so I want to know what it's out in Utah. Do are there do people grow things in Utah? Is it big on agriculture? I'm not sure. The only thing I can take is the prices. The prices are very low around here, which for produce. You think, yeah, you would think that that would mean that they they grow a lot locally, and that's where since they're not able, they're not having right. to pay as much in expenses of of uh, uh, traffic and and commuting all of that. Then can you ask them where they get where they where they're from, where they get their the produce from okay i will yeah. give it a shot like uh, every time i buy strawberries i ask if they're from oxnard or not because you know well Oxnard doesn't i don't think they have the best strawberries but you know it's just i like to buy strawberries yeah, from it's home very, it's very weird because the produce and everything it's it seems like good quality and it tastes great and it's very cheap but the meat is so much more expensive like all across the board chicken really? beef everything yeah it's much more it's very weird i don't get why that's weird Um, so i'm gonna try out the farmer's market go around check it out um another thing i'm gonna try and do is go to the provo river so in the city of provo Mm -hmm. you know i've heard of provo because they have google fiber there really fast internet yeah um they have uh kayaking tubing or rafting so i don't know which one I'm going to do, I, I want to go rafting, but maybe just the lazy river is going to be what I end up doing. So those are uh, things I had not done before, but I will not say I won't try it. Like kai- like the kayaking or the whitewater rafting, I would probably try once. I probably won't enjoy it. Even the, even the, the rafting sounds terrible. It sounds boring. And if, 
after 15 minutes of it, I get the gist of it and don't want to do it. I can't because I got to go the rest of the river. That sounds like a terrible idea too. I would try it, but I know pretty sure I won't like it. Why? So tell me why you wouldn't like it. Well, the rafting, the, the rafting, I would try and I might like it uh, for a little bit. Oh, I, I might like it and say it's a good thing and then never do it again. But like the, the lazy river, I I just get bored. Just if it, I, I, I imagine you just floating down a river, you might have some beer and stuff in the cooler or in floating along with you drink. But I would be bored by it within minutes and well, why they do something else? I'd rather do something else. Well, you didn't really describe why you wouldn't like it. You just said the same no. thing over again. It's the boredom. I would be bored. But why would you be bored? Because because basically like, you're just uh, laying there floating down a river, right? I mean, it's you're enjoying the relaxation thing, right? No, when you're rafting. Oh, oh rafting. Down a river, yeah, when you're rafting down a river, you have to. The rafting part, I would probably the, like. And, but I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't like it that much to do it again. But if the lazy river is the thing that I think I'll get bored. Yeah, I mean, when you go to lazy river, you usually are just doing that so you and your friends can like drink and just kind of hang out. Right. Uh, the rafting, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Like the last time I rafted was when I was in high school. So it's not as if something that I even try and seek or anything it's just do you, hey, we're out did here you go by yourself fun. or did you, you went with like the guides and everything with rafting yeah yeah so i've been on both i've been on the river you know drinking expedites and i've been on uh rafting and yeah you go it's kind of like i think at the most six people and then you go share a raft and it's depending on how tough the raft is like you know you really have to be physically into it and be aware and you have a, like a guide to help you out but it's a lot of fun yeah yeah i so, think it's enough fun that i'll try it I'll, i mean i'll try everything once well probably not everything i wouldn't do bungee jumping i think that's a fear i would do skydiving but not bungee jumping i would try it but i won't i don't think i'll enjoy it that much i'll want to do it again and again or just yeah. again one time so i guess you know, I'm wrapping up my third week here, but for the last week, that's kind of going to be the the intention, the things I try and try out. And then this week, the restaurants that we we're actually going to go to Tex-Mex to pl place today, and that's going to be kind of the food that we try for this week. Mm -hmm. um, so really looking forward to dinner tonight. All right. Um, Take some pictures and then find out if they have carnitas on the menu. I got a feeling that they don't. I have a feeling that they do, but we'll see. Okay, um, report back on that. And then for the next week, the food that we don't really have anything. So Salt Lake City doesn't have too much. The, the last thing we're going to try is a place called Feldman's Deli. So in the name, you can you know it's a deli. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully they got good sandwiches. And then, yeah, this is basically going to be the, the end of Utah. So I'm going to... Next time we talk, I'll be, I'll be close to wrapping up the entire month in Salt Lake City. Nice. Uh, so I did some research because I was researching the trip through Utah to get to South Dakota. And I, was, I, I had to search for regional food in Utah. And the only thing that popped up was the funeral potatoes, which I don't think you'll be able to find unless you get invited to 
either a funeral or like a potluck. But it looks really good. It's like potatoes with cream. It's like potatoes rotten and then covered with like cornflakes or something. So it looks mm. pretty good, but I doubt you'll be able to find it. <laughs> well, that is a very good point to make, Charles. Thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. I always like to try the regional food of the or regional cuisine of the area, you know, but this one might be a little harder. So uh, I guess you'll try something new. I'll try something new. Um, we'll go from there. Do you have anything else? Um, no, I think uh, I'm going to try to return the headphones. I didn't do that last week. And so that's a bit of a drive back home to do that. And then I want to get fried chicken this week sometime. I've been getting fried chicken once a week. Uh, so I want to continue that. No, that's not true. I didn't get it last week, but previous weeks I have. So, see, we I both have goals. One, they're slightly different, but they're both still goals. <laughs> they're vastly different. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay, sure. <laughs> Farmers market fried chicken, same thing. Right. So we again we have the website set up that leads you to the link tree that has all of the platforms where this is found. Um, we have the Twitter and the Instagram and uh, we don't have an email, but that's fine. If you need to reach us, do it through Twitter or email. Twitter Twitter's or, good. or we have a Discord server if you guys want to chat together or chat with us. Yep. We have that also. So it's all set up. Yep. Use any of them at your convenience. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. See ya. Bye, Juan.